Hey, well, welcome back, Panther fans. I'm David Brown, along with Ryan Graham. Yeah. And Tim Thurber. Hello. And this is State of Atlanta. Welcome back, guys. Hey, man. How's it going? Going very well. Going very well. How about yourself? Oh, I'm good. Just trying to get through another week at home, you know? Yeah, it's it's hard to actually uh, have something to talk about every single week when you're like, how's your week been? Like, the past seven days have been the exact same seven days I've had for the past 15 weeks. So, yeah. Save for the holiday weekend. I mean, yeah, even though there's not going to be fireworks, really, but, you know. Yeah. You guys doing anything big for 4th of July? Probably just picking up a community cube barbecue on Saturday. And gonna eat that. Maybe go to the pool. That's it. Yeah, I'm, I got a lake party. I'm going to. So, ooh, I'll be one of those guys. The big winner there, Ryan. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna stay here and grill some burgers or maybe smoke some barbecue or something like that. But yeah, it's um, July Fourth means absolutely nothing uh, as far as like being different than every, any other day of the past three months. Right. Especially being on a Saturday because it'd be a day off anyways, right? Well, I get Friday off. So yeah, I get Friday off as well. Uh, my, uh, I had my work status meeting today and they were asking like, what's everybody doing? And I don't know if they expected people to have like big plans, but everyone's like, nothing, not doing <laughs> at all. The world's come to a stall. Well, and fireworks basically have been going off in the city nonstop every night for weeks and weeks and weeks. So it's like, what's so the difference? Yeah. My house. So you've already had the 4th of July, right? You guys, you guys are a little bit younger than me, but do you guys remember the the CNN coverage of the uh, Iraqi war, like the first Desert Storm stuff, and like the the news guys were like just like you could hear the Scud missiles like you know flying all over the place. That's what it sounds. I remember that at my house right now. There's just like it, I don't know if you can hear anything here, but it's just like boom, boom, boom all over the place all night. Yeah, uh, for the uh, two nights ago, we heard this huge explosion. It it set off um, a couple car alarms. And uh, I mean, it, the neighbors all came out and were like, what was that? And no one could figure it out. And then last night we heard two like in, in succession and we were like, well, at least we know it was on purpose, you know? Well, if you have any question about whether it's happening in your area, just check your next door or Facebook community group <laughs> and right. uh, it will let you know in several, several posts that there's fireworks going on and how it's ruining their lives. <laughs> I tried to check. Um, I tried to check Twitter because Twitter is usually like the end all be all. Like somebody knows what's going on on Twitter, and uh, it was nothing but conspiracy theories. It was amazing. I, I was like, "Oh my god!" It's not just people like me that have all the conspiracy theories. It's it's them too. And do you like find that you look for certain conspiracy theories to like attract to? Like, all right, if there's anyone that are like doing aliens, I'm going to go ahead and focus on these guys. I'm going to read all of their posts because obviously they're onto something here. <laughs> there are clearly aliens. So, you know, exactly. something in here is true. <laughs> so, so your next doors have fireworks. Mine has road construction noise complaints endlessly every night. That's it. That's Georgia 400 construction. It's just endless. When will it stop? Well, you know what? Here's my thing about next that. Next to a highway. Here's my thing about that. If you're going to live in Atlanta, then you've decided that you're going to have road construction going on 24-7. That's on you to have a problem with it because I've lived here for 20, over 20 years now, and the same road's been under construction for that entire time. It's just roads stay under construction here. It's just the thing. Yep. If you got a problem with it, go back to New York where you probably came from. 
Also, again, you can't complain about noise when you live next to a highway. You just can't do it. You're not allowed. Like, yeah. You did a thing. And exactly. You've you given up your first right amendment to freedom of speech when you moved into a highway. <laughs> That's, That's right. Done. That's right. I mean, I, you know, you can say it all you want, but I'm going to think you're dumb because you made a dumb choice if you cared about noise. Yeah. It's, it's freedom of speech, not freedom of uh, reper repercussion because yeah. if you say something dumb, I'm going to tell you how dumb you are. <laughs> I mean, you can always... I always wondered, like, the people that are complaining about it, just turn on some app that makes noise, like fan noise, and then you won't hear it anymore. It yeah. won't be that loud. Yeah, just just put on, like, Judgment Night, or Judgment Day, <laughs> whatever that movie is, where it's nothing but gunfire the entire time. Put that on every single night when you go to bed. John Wick. You'll just, like, not notice the noises that are going on around you. Or not. Anyhow, so we're here to talk about uh, Georgia State sports and – the lack thereof and the hope to be it's 67 days until Murray state racers racers uh, are supposed to head into Georgia state stadium. Uh, Tim, Ryan, whichever one wants to answer, you feeling any better, any worse this week than we were last week about it happening. I feel the, I feel the same. It's going to happen with or without fans. Yeah. I feel great. But which one of you guys read the state of uh, the state of the Panthers or whatever? Did anybody read that? There, there has not been one that came out. There hasn't been what? one. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> how, how are we even going to get informed? Is this I was like, wait, did, did Ryan read something we didn't get? <laughs> is, is your research just trying to remember things we talked about last week and saying what happened about that this week? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Well, there, there, there were some, some items that came out that kind of gives you an idea about where we are. Uh, you got – so, uh, several schools have canceled their football season in the lower divisions, like Division Two, Division Three. Morehouse here in Atlanta has canceled their season completely. Uh, the Ivy League and FCS, uh, which is the Ivy League's FCS, but they're kind of like we're FCS, but only because we let you call us FCS. They kind of do their own thing. They yeah, they opt they opt out of the championship itself and just do their own thing. And they don't even play a full schedule. I think they only play ten games, and yeah. they opt out of all the playoffs. But they do play other FCS schools and even FBS schools. And the Ivy League, I think, if I read this correctly, has already decided they're only playing a conference schedule. They're not going to play. Yeah, they're out of conference. Right up there, Allie. Yeah. And that does include I, – I checked, and one of the schools, Princeton, does play an FBS team, Army. So that is one FBS team that's affected by this happening. Uh, so, I mean – there's 130 FBS teams. It's not going to be a huge kink in the wheel. It's Army. It's not like it's going to stop somebody from a playoff position. But, but that was interesting. Right. But the, the real interesting thing is they said they're going to start on schedule or um, push to uh, April. Like they made it do their own thing in April, not worry about what's going on with the rest of the world. Or I mean, if you're going to shorten your schedule so much, why not push it back? Makes sense. They have that flexibility. They can kind of do whatever they want. So, but that's 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 what's going on. Um, but uh, Phil Fulmer at Tennessee, their AD now, uh, he says that they are planning on a full hundred and two thousand people in the stadium. All right, so, uh, Tim, I'll let you react first. When you hear someone saying they're planning on a full packed house. Is that lip service, or do you think they're really expecting it? I think it's lip service. I think there's no way they can actually execute that. Uh, they they can. Have you ever heard of the Fulmer Cup? 
can do whatever screwed up thing they want, man. They'll just win. (laughs) Or the guy. I mean, Fulmer also tweeted out wear a mask too. So we'll see. Maybe Tennessee fans will all wear masks and I think COVID will go away for them. Over a hundred thousand people in a tight space. (laughs) Masks will do very little. So do you, do does every person wear a checkerboard mask or do like oh. they stack, do they stagger every person like one person has an orange mask the next to them is a white mask and oh, God. the whole staggered checkerboard for the entire stadium that vomit orange it is a bad orange no I, I you're right I think that every every athletic director every coach should go into the, every interview saying yeah we're planning on having a packed house you say anything less than it's stupid right. Like you're you're giving way to something else going to happen. You act like you're prepared for the best and react accordingly. So, Phil Fulmer's stupid, right? Pretty much. <laughs> I'm not surprised by the uh, what we we're talking about earlier. I'm not surprised about the lower division schools canceling football. I mean, they have some budget issues. This is a good chance for them to save some cash, right? Yeah. But no, like I mean, Morehouse, like that's actually a scholarship program school. So like that's actually a scholarship. Like Division Three has been canceling left and right from what I understand. That's not scholarships. Now when you start affecting that, I guess the kids are still going to school or still getting their scholarships. But uh, that's the news item is, I guess, is that scholarship schools. Foot, football, even in a lot of the smaller schools where the entire athletic department is showing in the red, football is usually in the black. It's usually helping. Um, helping the whole athletic department like pull it up but you know there's obviously better schools and worse schools at football and making money at it to bring up the whole athletic department but traditionally i mean if you go and look across the board it, it that is actually a money maker for even the smaller schools yeah tell me more about schools that make money on football and schools that don't <laughs> supposedly we do I, I mean that was the data i saw but i haven't looked at it since like fcs but we right. i think we made money on it yeah, uh, I've got no idea. I mean, we charge the students a crap ton of money for that uh, our weekend pleasure, and then we get paid a couple million bucks between other schools. Every as long as we're in the black, it doesn't matter, right? Well, I don't know, and I don't know how much of that, like, quote-unquote, in the black was um, was because of the student fees or anything, because there's all kinds of fun stuff you can do with accounting to, to hide sure. all kinds of stuff. Yeah, because most programs, even like the the Georgias and the Bamas of the world, are actually revenue neutral. They spend every penny they get in. So yeah, Max, Max is calling us out. Maybe we did a little too much research on this. Are we, are we, are we getting still statties? We I, might be. Honestly, Max, I'll tell you what. I've done no research on this at all. I just looked it up, and I'm talking out of my ass right here. I've got what, no what is Max saying? Hey, we got we we have a Lexus from GSU in the chat there. If she wants to give us any idea about whether or not we're uh, in the black or the red, then. Uh, <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> yeah, let us know. If we're just full of crap. But I mean, uh, we're definitely full of crap. But we might be right anyway. Yes, uh, definitely full of crap. And even a blind squirrel gets something right every once in a while. So. <laughs> the uh, as far as giving us an idea about where programs are, the NFL uh, apparently has come out and asked all the teams to look into tarping off the first six to eight rows of their seats all around for advertisements, I guess expecting either no fans in those seats or limited fans in the stadium or something like that. Is uh, it just for money or protecting the players? Or? I think that the, well, the idea I'm guessing is if we're not going to make any money off people being in the stands from ticket revenue, let's make some money from advertisers being able to get uh, their name in those high profile areas in the stadium. 
So, yeah, it doesn't make sense to um, to not do anything about density. You know, like if you just take off the first like however many rows, you're actually increasing the density behind those rows. Yeah, you are, but but that depends also how many fans you're allowing in the stands. If you're only allowing ten thousand fans, then cutting off those rows just means that they don't get the front. But you can still have your three bowls spaced out accordingly. But so, Fair. so would you be safe, David, in your yeah. seats? My Falcons tickets are row nine, and this literally from rows six to eight. So, uh, yes, as long as they don't move me out of my row, I will be a front row seat to the Falcons this season. So, nice. Yeah. So if anybody wants to buy those tickets at a premium. <laughs> so uh, I was about to say you were going to sell them for more. <laughs> email on Twitter at David P. Brown, and I will be more than happy to uh, sell them to you. And if you're a Saints fan for that game, I only charge four times face value. So. <laughs> That's it. That's a starting rate. And then uh, once I talk to you, every word you say, it goes up another $100 per seat. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know that looking at that, which is kind of like another idea about if that's the way the NFL is going and you know, they're going to have their stuff going on. They're going to, there's no way the NFL is not going to happen one way or the other. Does that make it more or less likely that college football happens on time and everything? Oh my God, it's happening on time. Quit with it. I agree. I agree. Going on. We're going to do it. We're I think they'll, I mean, I don't know about every, I don't know about every school, but they'll find a way to start the season without fans if, you know, if it comes yeah. to it. It is so great you said that because my very next topic in my notes is what I want to see. And here's what I, my, I've thought about this for the past week as I was trying to think of something to talk about. And what I want to see is us, everybody move ahead. We're playing the schedule as is in all locations, home away, neutral sites, all happening. But we just accept the fact that come till right before kickoff, there are going to be teams that have to forfeit because either they have positive players on their team or they don't want to play against a team that has positive players. And we have no idea how great will college game day be when you get up in the morning and you're watching to find out which teams are going to forfeit that morning for a game. Right. I don't think that's going to happen. No, no it's, it's, this is what I want. They're going like to have like a whole health update segment, basically, all around COVID-19, exactly. which they'll, teams are not playing. Through, they'll review like the, 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 the strengths of the players and that Baylor versus Notre Dame game, and they'll do their whole little segment about the Baylor kid's stepmother who had to like take the kid through um, the ghetto to get him to practice and everything, and be like, oh, no, tested positive for uh, – COVID, so Baylor forfeited that game. Notre Dame wins. They're, they're not going to do that, man. Nobody's going to forfeit anything, especially not because no, – This is what I want to see happen, and I want to see happen. I want it to be awesome. I want – and forfeits count as losses. There's no vacated games. So at the end of the season, you could have a Georgia State that's undefeated. Because everybody forfeited? And then the, the selection committee for, for college football playoffs got to be like, all right. Um, well, we like, our center has COVID all season. They're undefeated, and they beat Bama because they didn't play. And they beat App State because they didn't play. Granted, the only two games they played were, were Murray State and South Alabama, which were like field goals, wins, and overtime. But this is an undefeated team that's worthy of the college football playoff. I like this. No. Sounds far-fetched. I like it. So uh, Pru is on on there. Said any thoughts about the special helmets NFL were thinking about? Do you know what he's talking about? 
I would assume it's a special helmet that has a mask built into it. Probably oh, a yeah. visor for the eyes. Do they look stupid? I mean, I don't know. No, I said I assume. I didn't actually see anything about that at all. See, Max, we don't do research whatsoever at all. I got no idea what you're talking about. Or whoever said that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, no, I've, I've got no idea, but I think if, if you can have a mask that allows a player to play uh, uninhibited and reduces the chance of spreading something, absolutely. Would, would it help though? I mean, there's still like sweat flying and, and all kinds of stuff, right? And I, I don't know how it spreads. I don't know. Full body suits. Uh, doctor, but well, I mean, full body suits in the middle of the summer or no, wait, there's no summer. That doesn't happen. Forget well, what I said. I'm drunk. It's got to be. I, I mean, I've been drinking for a while. Full body suits. All right. <laughs> No, but the, 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 I hate the, I hate the, how scientific this whole thing gets, but like, it's gotta be like water droplets that go to a mucous membrane to get in there. So if you're blocking everything off on the face, you know, you're, you know, as long as you're pretty, you know, good on the, the rest of your body, you're probably yeah, pretty good. So, but it doesn't really block inbound, right? Everybody says the masks are to help everybody help other people. Cause you're not putting stuff into the air, like spraying it out. Right. 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 It's not for, it's for you not to infect everyone else. Every little bit helps. Everyone. So apparently, I now know. I now know what they're talking about. There's some kind of fake thing distributed about a COVID nineteen series helmet, and it looks ridiculous. Oh yeah, do you have uh, it? Do you have it up? Do you want to share? Your yeah, screen? yeah, I can share my screen real quick. Yeah, All right. Uh, the host disabled attendee screen uh, share, right. so can't do it. There you go. You can. Uh, you can share. Sorry, everybody who's listening in podcast land. You don't get to see these, uh, what I assume are going to be pretty stupid looking helmets. Well, we'll get to. Uh, so it's on Snopes, but oh, there's the. Uh, wait, they're not stupid the looking at all. Those are awesome. Those are fantastic. You know what it looks like? It looks like <laughs> 1980s um, uh, Cobra, like G.I. Joe Cobra helmets. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, those look awesome. It just, it's missing the pipes that come out of their mouths, uh, the, yeah. the, the, the pilots and everything. This is like a, a series of like Bond villains are, are, are coming up. Why does that say person say nope? That's amazing. It's amazing. It's fantastic. Where, I love where's, it. the Fal- where's the Falcons one? Yeah, I want to get the I want to get the Chicago Bear logo off the whole thing, but it's fantastic. Yeah, I love it. I'm Actually, I just want to wear that to games nowadays. That, that's <laughs> that was great. This is my mask. Yeah. Wait, where's the Falcons one, man? What are you doing? Uh, it's just the... I guess there's only one of them they posted. Uh, so. This is kind of bogus. So, so it's it's jokey yeah. is what it is. That's not real. It's not a real mask. It's fake. I love that mask. I would actually go for that mask in just regular games in general. All the time. From now on, let's do it. Can we do like do full battle armor as well? Like yeah. get like hard pads for everybody yeah. on every part of their body. Like Iron Man costumes for everybody. I'm in for it. Yep, and then and 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 what ends up happening is they play even rougher. Like the, the sport becomes more extreme because they're willing to like give up their bodies when they're more padded. Exactly. I, yeah, which I think the whole thing about this is we should put these kids at risk more often. I agree. So give them more security, or at least perceived security, so that they put themselves out there more, and it'll be a better game. Whenever you watch science fiction uh, movies and shows and they have their version of sports, they always have a weird kind of, you know, battle chest and stuff to throw some weird laser ball around. We're going to yeah. get there eventually. Might as well let it be this. Let's I, do I, it. Yeah. I'm in. I'm, I'm totally in. I, who do I, I need to write a letter to? I think we need a red red underline under our mask to kind of really accentuate the uh, – and it just say state. The right? state. Say state with a red underline right there. I love it. And then with the names and likeness uh, deals, I'll pay somebody to put a little microphone right next to states. So, so like- <laughs> who do we uh, owe a shout out to on the uh, Facebook chat, Facebook Live for that? 
That was Prue, Prue Benson. All right. Those would be pretty cool. I'd be all into those elements. Exactly. Our Cobra Commander masks, I'm all for it. So, but uh, yeah, so um, my plan for college football with all the forfeits, you guys are not a fan of that at all. We could like only play two or three games and get our little. No, these are boring. I like that. Not boring. I mean, I, I want to no, talk like, about realistic things. What do you think? This is some kind of sports podcast or something where we no, talk about? No, no, no. This is this is a bunch of drunk guys talking about uh, the best college football team of all time, historically speaking, of course. Uh, I was thinking, like you know, so we have our East and West divisions, and if we don't actually play any of the East teams, and so we're undefeated in the East. And then we have to play the West team. We could get, we could host the Sunbelt Championship because of COVID forfeits here in Georgia State Stadium. It'd be great. And then whoever plays us at Georgia State Stadium will forfeit, and we win the championship. That's exactly what I have. Then they forfeit. We have an undefeated season. Don't even have to play a game. We're no, no. We we play Murray State in South Alabama. We win by field goals in overtime both times because that's Georgia State's way. The, the hashtag the state way. And, uh, but yeah, then we're talked about, we, we got to get a college football playoff game. Then we play Alabama who's recovered fully from everything. And no, no, no. Then they forfeit somehow. Exactly. Hey, the antibodies run out. This would, Actually, this would be even better than like, uh, UCF. Cause like UCF has their little asterisk national championship thing. There'd be no asterisks on our national championship. No, everybody was just too scared to play us cause they couldn't, uh, uh, field a full team because our because our our full offensive line was COVID positive. Yeah, I mean, well, I think about it. Like, what if teams just like don't tell anybody and they're kind of like, no, we're just going to wait for the other team to forfeit. We don't want anybody to know that our kids are sick, so we're just going to wait for them to forfeit. Oh, look, they forfeited. So. I know, I know. Um, this might be an unpopular opinion on this podcast, but um, I actually do want to see our our team play football and win games. So that's a good question. What's more important? Playing games and winning or having an undefeated record in a national championship without playing but one or two games. I do always say that, like, when it's my team, I don't want to see a close game. I want to see them dominate. Like, I want it to be a boring game when it's my team. I don't need it to be interesting. I don't need any of that. But, like, if it's some other some other team, I want to see an interesting game, like a back and forth, a tug of war, you know? A, a defensive duel. Whatever, yeah. Offense, defense, I don't Offense care. Score. It's more fun to watch. I like both. Last second score to win the game, where is the ball last? Yeah, I don't Something want like I don't that. want I don't want that to happen with the Falcons or the Panthers, you know? I want like well, I, I want them to dominate the entire game. I want it to be boring. I want like third string players to be playing. Well, as a fan of Georgia States and the Falcons and really all Atlanta and Georgia teams, with the exception of one glaring uh, piece of garbage. Uh, if you want that kind of game, root for whoever we're playing because they tend to have that big blowout win. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Just us. That's all I want to blow up, blow anybody out. Yep. Uh, so the, that came out a little weird. <laughs> I was going to pass it, but you know, you know, it's, it's all up to you how you want to handle it. Uh, there was uh, something I saw today. The P5 schools have talked about uh, delaying their championship games by a week or two. Uh, in case you need to have makeup games for games that don't get played in the regular season. Uh, first, sure. first take, Ryan, what do you think of that? Uh, them doing something like that? I, I don't, I, I, I legitimately don't care. I, I don't know what you need from me, but 
I have. Well, opinion would be great. So uh, I don't have an opinion. I don't care if they make it a week later. I mean, what what is that going to do? It just moves everything back a week. I, I just don't care. Well, so that's fine. Let's just all do it. That's fine for the P5s, but the Georgia State or the Sun Belt plays their championship game on like that December 5th weekend or whatever it is. And their first bowl games are like a week, maybe two weeks later. Well, why don't we just do it? So the G5 do it too. That's what I'm saying. But if the G5s move their championship games back a week, then you're talking about maybe a week's time to prepare travel, fans go to a bowl game. I would have assumed I would I would assume that you move everything back a week. So now you're moving all the bowl games. I'll get yeah. uh, rescheduled. Yeah. Why not? I mean, I don't think we need to move anything back. Like, oh, I mean, yeah, probably doesn't. Well, the, the, the whole idea was if there's the high ranked P5 teams, right? So their bowl games are later anyway. It doesn't matter, right? right. So, you, so Tim, so you, your take on it is. It doesn't really matter when the G5 play their bowl games or anything. So not a bit to keep them separate, make them be relegated to their, their position as bottom class FBS football and let it keep going as normal. I mean, you know, app state playing December 5th or whatever it's supposed to be winning. Oh, no, wait, it's Louisiana's going to win right this year. Whoa, whoa! Isn't that what Athlon said? Yeah, well, I think yeah, I think Athlon did have, but I'm sure right. a lot of that was just because App State's going through a, a new a coach change. Sure, but I mean, you know, they're the highest chance to make the New Year's Six Bowl, right? So, I mean, it won't matter if they play that week or a week later. I mean, it matters for the P5 teams. You know, they they'll probably need that extra game to sort out some of the top 10 rankings. So you mean because the playoffs are because of forfeits when Vanderbilt is first <laughs> place in the SEC, yeah. they're going to need that extra week to go play Alabama. The, the, that to get scheduled game. Like how bad would that be? If you did have like a, a bottom tier P5 program that's in the lead <laughs> because of forfeits and cancellations and moves or whatever. And like, Oh no, we're moving everything back one week. And now you get to play Alabama. Yay. <sighs> Prove it. Good point from Matt Taylor um, that Athlon didn't consider forfeits. So, you know. All right. I'm all about the forfeit. This would be the season of forfeits. This this year's a forfeit in general. So, like, let's let's just take it all the way out. Let's make this weird the weirdest year of all time. Oh, I'm I'm all in for that. Yeah. Absolutely. Make it weird. All of a sudden you agree with my points from five <laughs> well, minutes. Talk about how you sell it to me, man. Make it weird. Make I'm it a weird resume. Let's do this. Yeah, Hell yeah. I, I want this to be the weirdest season of football. We're all like, let's not play any football and just win anyway. Like that's boring. But like, let's well, you know, coming from a coming from a Georgia State perspective, this is my best chance at winning something. So <laughs> uh, we're supposed to be positive. We talked about it. Yeah. When we started the. Podcast. I'm talking about winning. How is that? How is that not positive? Oh boy, free wins. What's better? <laughs> the only way we can win is if we don't play. A win given is way better than a win earned. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Tell me where I'm wrong. Uh, Everywhere. Let me count the ways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Max over there. Hashtag make it weird. <laughs> I'm in. Oh, wait, that actually, Max, you, you may have yeah, podcast title. Yeah, I yes. like that. I like that. Yeah. All right. Someone remember that because I forget these things about time. I'll, I'll remember it. Yeah. That right. could be a throwback to uh, Bada Bing's. Oh, yeah. Uh, so uh, there was a 
Versus Football put out a tweet today. They're doing a little tournament of best GSU plays or performances of all time. And they're going to stagger it over the next uh, few weeks. So today was the first day of voting. Did you guys see this at all? Yeah. Yeah. Did. Because I actually messaged it to you guys. So you'd actually know what I was talking about. No, I didn't. I didn't click on it. Look at it. All right, Ryan. There you go. All right. So, Tim, you looked at this, right? I did. I watched both uh, cut takes of their two games. Albert Wilson against Arkansas State. Yeah. Yeah. For Ryan. So you just know we're talking about. The performances were Albert Wilson, the living legend, of, in 2013 against Arkansas State. Uh, his performance there versus uh, Dan Ellington's performance against Furman this past season in week right. after the upset. So, uh, Tim, what's your uh, what's your visit? Did you vote on this? Did you vote already? I did vote earlier today after watching it, and I voted for Dan Ellington. All right. Did, yeah. did we even win the Arkansas State game? We did not. Are we beat okay. Arkansas? We beat Arkansas State for the very first time this year. Here. Right. That 2013 season was our unfeated. I call it unfeated. Unfeated. Yeah. <laughs> unfeated season under. I think it was Trip Miles' first season with yeah. us. Uh. So what? What's your? What's your Tim? What's your reason for Dan uh, over Furman uh, over an FCS Furman team? The, the week after beating Tennessee versus uh, an FCS startup, taking it to uh, – they had not won a game all season and taking it to a uh, conference powerhouse team. Um, I would say it was a tightly contested battle with Furman and we needed Dan to actually win. Um, and when I was watching the Albert Wilson footage, I was like, did we win this game? I mean – he was a beast in the game, and he made some awesome catches and some runs, but I don't yeah, I think know. he actually still holds a record. I don't want to get into stats at all, but this is what they posted in the tweet. Stats. He holds the record for the only player to uh, rush for 100 yards and catch for 100 yards in one game. I mean, you can still have, like, a single player ball out in a game and, and then the rest of the team kind of let, let you down and lose. But um, Dan overall was – a much more electric electrifying player, you know, like the, right. the way that like when he got the ball, you didn't know necessarily what he was going to do. He could attack you on multiple different things. And like, like Albert was going to catch the ball and he was going to run it for a touchdown and it was going to happen. And it happened frequently. And I'm not taking anything away from him because he was amazing. But Dan was, was a lot more dynamic and exciting to watch. Yeah. I mean, Albert, Albert was our, I mean, most successful player, I guess our first successful player to transition to the NFL and get a big contract and everything. And as, as great as he was in that game, it comes down to me to two things. Uh, one is, did you win the game? And nah, who cares? And, well, it, it looks like I was, so when you were, when you were making that comment about that, I was, I was thinking about when the Eagles played in the Super Bowl. And like there was all this, they were losing, but there's all this talk uh, from the announcers about should Terrell Owens get the MVP on a losing team? Can he be a losing team and get the MVP award? Cause he balled out the entire time. I kind of think that same way about Albert Wilson. He balled out, but it was a, a, a much later effort. Again, Dan was a much later effort because we were down 20 to three. We're down at the half. Right? Yeah. So this is actually a good matchup. I'm actually kind of impressed. They, they paired these two games together because there's a lot ways to go about it uh dan won the game and and dan won, won the, the game. game 
Uh, I think my vote went with Dan Ellington as well. I think that's the better better performance in the game there. I wish it would have been. And apparently, we're not on the same page as everyone else because Albert Wilson's winning right now. I think. Oh, I didn't go back and last time I looked at it. Yeah, Albert Wilson actually winning that one. I think so. Yeah. Well, you know what? And the, the funny thing is, I guarantee you, if you were to ask Dan who was a better performance, he would totally say it was Albert Wilson because he's just a, such a nice guy. Not to say that Albert's not a nice guy, but, you know, they would probably say, oh, no, Albert did it. Better. Max actually commented, and Albert is a super nice guy. It happened uh, maybe a minute ago. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, yeah. Knew, she knew this was coming down the line. <laughs> So, yeah, so, uh, Ryan, what is your take? What was your vote, or have you voted for it? No, I told you, I didn't look at this at all, and I, I sort of gave my feedback where, I, I mean, just looking back on it, like, I probably would have picked Dan anyway, just because um, I, I had, I mean, I, you know, I, I love, um, I love uh, both players, but, but Dan was just a lot, a lot more electrifying. He was just a lot more exciting to watch overall. Um, yeah. Every time he got the ball, it was exciting. I think if this would have been... <laughs> we have a special guest on the podcast. I think it locked the door when you leave, okay? I think the dog with you. Mops go. Nice. There you go. Hey, so that's all bonus for everybody. <laughs> you know what I was thinking of David when I was watching the uh, video that they had on Dale Ellington? I was like, damn, why'd he have to get injured? Like, man, our season would have been really different if he didn't get injured. There are two things in sports that really, really just hurt me to no end. And obviously one of those was that Falcons Super Bowl. And two was Dan getting injured this past season because it's, it's the season that could have been type thing. Mm-hmm. This should have been the season where we beat Appalachian States. This should have been the season uh, where we, you know, contend for a Sunbelt championship and a legit like, – it was a magical season. It was crazy all around. But I'm up for it, for sure. I'm glad that Dan is still with the program and he can keep that energy and that uh, intensity going on with everything because uh, he definitely did something different with that program this season that we've never seen before. So. He was a different kind of player altogether. Like, you just don't see a lot of players like him, even on P5 teams. So. Right. Yeah, so I think that that Albert game, the 2013 game, so that was our transition into FBS, and that that was that that first year where we were we played kind of hybrid of FCS programs and Sun Belt programs because there was there was like uh, Jacksonville State was in there, and I forget I looked at the schedule earlier, I saw a few of them in there, but so we lost that game by two, which is what Albert got us within two of that game. And I feel like that's maybe one of those – and Arkansas State's not a huge, you know, program. That's, right. I think we can go ahead and categorize that game back in there with the Wisconsins and the Oregons and the, those P5, like those games that we should have won. We were in there. We were so close to making that kind of upset. So uh, it's so frustrating to have so many of those out there. Yeah, especially Wisconsin. That was super close. Yeah, I mean, I being in that being in that stadium and hearing them all quiet. I mean, hey, jump around now, guys! Come on, they jump were they were super nervous. <laughs> well, yeah, I would imagine anybody losing to us would be pretty super nervous. We saw all those Tennessee fans out there, so and it was so stupid early too for that game. Man, he had to start drinking at like seven. Oh no! I know it's terrible. Wait, 7 a.m. or 7? Yeah. 7 a.m. It was, a, it was like an early game yes. there. 
Well, yeah, like Wisconsin. I mean, if you're not drunk by seven, are you even really in Wisconsin? Those guys drink like it's nobody's business. They drink and eat cheese. It's like the, all they do is the weirdest kind of cheese curds were legit. They were good. Curds are the best thing that I've ever had. They're they're fantastic. They have a really unique tailgating situation there. All of the like restaurants and stuff. They basically turn all their parking lots near the stadium into like tailgate zones, as it should be. I know the Georgia Avenue needs to take note. You just they like fence off the tailgate area, and you like pay twenty bucks. You get into a certain parking lot area with a restaurant attached to it, and you get beer and food and like shots, of course. Um, so maybe maybe we should uh, talk to the the, the Summerhill joints and do something like that on game day, where you pay like some kind of ticket fee, a hundred bucks or something like that, and you can kind of like just mosey around there getting drinks and food and stuff all included in some kind of like package we had to open up yeah. the open, open container laws and stuff but that'd be kind I of i mean cool. eventually we're gonna need it right we're gonna have all this development in summerhill and we're gonna need a place to tailgate i'm sure summerhill parking lots between the restaurants will want to fence it off have a bunch of people come in there have some like mobile beer tenders that can sell you beer go into restaurants get food like They'll be all about it. Well, I mean, I mean, there's nothing truly positive coming out of this whole COVID stuff. But if there's anything that we could take about it, uh, it is the the openness of the state and the city to uh, start allowing to go drinks and deliver. They've passed delivery of of alcohol now, which I think the governor signed. Did he not sign it? I don't know. Um, delivery of. I know that, but I don't know. He should have. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of cool stuff, but that'd be a great little experience to be able to like walk if they close down Georgia Avenue from Ryan's house all the way over to the stadium there. And we can kind of just have open container the entire way, like uh, all the bars and restaurants open up curbside drinks. And- well, the, so the, they did the Atlanta United block party. Like that was a case study in what you could do. And all of the, even the places like the taco place that's not open, they had a little stand out there. The donut place had a little stand out there and uh, beer was selling beer and like you could just walk up and you could buy whatever you wanted. And then they had um, a place where ticketed people could go in and they had like a little concert thing going on. But that's like a great example of something we could be doing. Yeah, need so, to copy is what you're saying. So in 20 yeah. years, when they're doing this over there, we'll be able to be like, didn't we? Didn't we say this is the way things should have been over here the entire time? Yeah, rip it off though, man. That's okay. Whatever works, you you, you steal it. That's fine. Exactly. exactly. So yeah, uh, they'll have uh, the voting is going on for those two. Vote, go vote your way. Um, but I think that the the unanimous decision here was Dan. We all agree that Dan was the the better win on that or the better. Uh, performance they'll be doing it again on the july 2nd 6th and 8th so i guess we'll have um the, the second to talk about next week when we do this we good and the sixth right two yeah I, I don't even know how math works anymore i don't know how many days are between no. now and the sixth so did you notice on the uh bracket there's a new like state of georgia logo with a red line under it kind of like that. that actually somewhere else uh they did yeah. I, did I, maybe i'm making this up because i make up a lot of things didn't I say that'd be a cool logo to have? Just a blue state of Georgia with a red underline under it. I, I, Where I was that? say that I thought it, but I didn't say it out loud. Go with it. Where did you see it though? It's on. So they have a bracket for all four of the matchups that they're going to have people vote on, and at the very center bottom of it, they have a 
image of the state of Georgia with a red line under it. I thought that was a nice. I think that'd be a, a great shirt to have. Just a, a state of Georgia. That's all I need. Line with a red underline. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say that I thought of that before them, but I don't know. You should. And you should sue them, obviously. Yeah. I want to need someone to go back and listen to all the episodes and see if I ever said that because I don't think I have, you know. Is John listening? He's on. <laughs> John, we need you to listen to all the episodes and confirm David actually said something that he probably didn't say. Yeah. Oh, uh, Max yeah. says that Dan's losing. So, yeah, everyone go out there and vote for Dan if, if that's who you uh, agree with. Dan's going to make a comeback. Just watch. And uh, welcome to Ryan and Kirby for listening as well. Thanks for uh, checking us out, guys. Yeah, we were maxing at like seven viewers right now. I thought we were up a little. Oh, we just lost one. Um, still, I was pretty excited, man. It's a lot of live listeners. There was uh, another thing that uh, I saw this week that we, I thought was interesting to talk about was uh, – Sports betting site, sportsbettingdime.com, they went out and they ranked their strength of schedule for all 130 FBS teams. And I thought it was kind of interesting. Uh, if you look at the Sun Belts, we have the second highest uh, strength of schedule. So my question – so we came in an 83rd out of, out of 130 programs. Arkansas State, who's first with our, the highest, is 82nd. So there's one spot ahead of us. And I'm wondering if everyone below us, their strength of schedule is just lower because they play us. For what? What do you? For what? Strength, strength of schedule. Have you, have you ever heard of the term strength of schedule? For what sport? What are you talking about? Football. 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 Okay. Yeah. All right. I said 130 programs. I didn't say 15,000 programs. You know it's not basketball. I didn't know. Sometimes you guys jump subjects and start talking about basketball. We do. Always assume it's football until we say no. It's not. Well, that. you start talking also about us having the highest strength of schedule. I'm like, wh- what? In what world does that make sense? All right, all right, all right. Anyhow, anyhow. So in the Sun Belt, the strength of schedule, we come in second, uh, 83rd overall, uh, and of course, 85th. So just two spots away is Georgia Southern. So they're just slightly less strength of schedule, like difficulty. And so Tim. Why is it in every ranking and everything that ever happens, we're always like within like one or two spots of Southern. We're always just side by side with them. Honestly, they can't tell us apart. They don't really know. Just, just <laughs> that was my go-to as well. It's too hard, and they're just like whatever. They're about the same thing. Just put them next to each other. We're not sure which one is the better one or where they're located. So we'll just go ahead and say, yeah, you're uh, 83, you're 85. Yeah, you, guys are, you guys are probably dead right. Yeah, right? Yeah, it's, That's a lot of work to figure that out if you don't know the answer. So it's too I, much. I looked at both uh, the other schools in Georgia. Obviously, New Southern's like right there behind us. Uh, you guys want to take a wager about where Georgia and Tech place on the hardest strength of schedule across all 130 FBS Football teams, Ryan? Uh, Georgia is probably in the top 20, and Georgia Tech is probably 40 to 60. Is that is that appropriate to, like, throw out a 20, a 20 range? Yeah, I mean, you're wrong in all accounts, but yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'd be wrong, too. Uh, I'm going right with your answer. Yeah, no, Tim was nodding right along, yeah. I was like, 40 to 60, yeah, yeah. 
Georgia ranks as uh, the 25th hardest strength of schedule. I don't okay. Know wow. All right. I thought it'd be a little higher than that. Don't they open with somebody important? I don't know. They've been doing that. You are the resident UGA fan here, so you let us know. Yeah, but I've been slipping, man. I mean, it's been all Georgia State. As I've been like limiting my football time, it's been going more and more to Georgia State. They open with hardcore Virginia. Oh yeah, my bad. Basketball? Are we on basketball now? Is it that? that (laughs) Yeah, we've moved on to basketball. Well, so that's why I thought that's why I thought Georgia Tech was going to be kind of like so much lower is because like the ACC just sucks, right? In general, like except for Clemson, Georgia Tech came in in second. They have the second hardest schedule. Who are they playing? Whoa, I'm throwing out this whole thing. Who rated these teams? Yeah, who are they playing out of conference? Because it can't be because of their ACC schedule. Yeah, I didn't. Well, so the funny thing is, the number one team overall is Purdue. Purdue had the hardest strength of schedule for everybody. This, this whole site's suspect. Whatever you're looking at. Well, it's a, I mean, it is a gambling site, so you would, you would figure that they. I mean, they're putting. Oh them yeah, in. Georgia Tech has Gardner Webb and UCF on their schedule. I can totally see why. Oh, you also got to look at who they got. UCF is. national champs. Yeah. yeah. UCF will like. Watch out, Duke's on there. <laughs> Wait, are we talking basketball again? <laughs> oh, womp So I checked out the the also the our out of conference opponents weird. as well. Murray State obviously doesn't qualify. Uh, Charlotte comes in at 111, so well below us. Uh, but they they have us on their schedule. East Carolina at 45 and Bama at 15. Okay. I think I think that just goes to show how bad the SEC has gotten that Bama's got Bama and Georgia don't play this season, right? I'm not sure. I don't I don't think so. Yeah. But I am looking at Georgia Tech's schedule and seriously, I guess That's Notre number Dame, two. Notre Dame, Georgia, Clemson. Those are yeah. gonna be those are all games. Those are games, games for them, but like Miami, I guess, has gotten a lot of respect lately, but like still they're they're sort of declining. Yeah. And I take that back. Georgia does play Alabama this year. Sorry, Lawrence of Bada Bings. Thanks you for joining. Appreciate it, man. Hey, man. Get weird. We miss you, man. uh, The the Georgia State, the Panther family misses Bada Bings. But I but I guarantee you are happy to get out of the restaurant business this year. You picked the right (laughs) time. The Georgia plays Monroe of Sun Belt fame. I feel like Georgia always plays a Sunbelt team every season. They've got a Sunbelt team on, on top. Somebody, yeah, yeah. Which makes sense because proximity of the programs. But, they're, I mean. They're playing powerhouse Tennessee. Most Sunbelt programs. I mean, other than uh, Coastal, they're east of every program, right? Southern is like a vertical. What? Yeah, pretty much. But I feel like they're always playing an Arkansas State or a Monroe or a Lafayette or a Southern. I, so I'm I'm just looking at Georgia's schedule and I'm and I, I I'm finding it very hard to believe that that they are rated lower than than Georgia Tech because I mean you got Auburn you got Florida Tennessee actually did do decently towards the end of the season. Uh, Alabama, there's no Bama on here. You're wrong. We're talking about 919. Oh, wait, Bama, 919. Yeah, you're right. You got Bama. Right. Like, that's this is a tough schedule. 
Our schedule is not attractive this season. I don't like no, it at all. It's not. Um, something, something that I found out about our schedule that I completely missed on earlier is apparently I put it in my calendar wrong. And when we play, uh, oh crap, who is it? We play Coastal mm-hmm. or Charlotte. We play one of those uh, Carolina teams on a Thursday. It's the exact same day. We play them at home the same day the Falcons play at Carolina Panthers away. Oh. Yeah. Uh, work. yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and need to get a suite for that game so I can watch Georgia State at home while keeping an eye on the Falcons playing Carolina. I had no so idea. That, What's that? You, it would be Charlotte who you're talking about, Dave. Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte. I told you it was yeah. a Carolina team. Oh, so we're actually playing the same city. We're playing the same city. Is that really what it is? We're playing the same city. Is this a wait? Are you talking about a Thursday game? A Thursday game. Ah, then no. Are we what? We have Coastal Carolina at BSU on uh, November 29th. We don't need a suite. You just walk into one, right? That's what I do. (laughs) Right, November 29th. October 29th. October 29th. We play Coastals at Georgia State on October 29th, the same time the Falcons are at the Carolina Panthers. Like, how did I miss this when the schedules came out? I messed that up big time. Yeah. Nice. Could be didn't plan to go there. No, I, actually, I think I remember looking at it and thinking, oh, wow, I've only played both of them away. But, oh, well. All right, uh, Tim, you sent me something right before we went on, uh, the Lundy's ranking of programs. So I'm going to give that one to you, big guy. You tell me what you saw. Yeah, that uh... – it just, they had us ranked third, I think, in the East, above our friends from the South. Yeah, I didn't see. Did they have a, an overall ranking of the Sun Belt? Or did they, just go they did. The they had, obviously, App State one, Troy two. They had Georgia State three, Georgia Southern four. Again, they probably could have flip-flopped us because, you know, it's hard we're, to remember. We're always side by side. They were always touching each other. It's, yeah. I guess it's that, it's that, that well, maybe because they really associated Georgia Southern. It's like that. The, the cousins touching each other type thing. Whoa, now. We're that's one cousins. cousin. That's one cousin you're not touching. Yeah, we might behave that way in Atlanta. Only cousins by marriage. We uh, we share no blood. Um. So yeah, they had us in third, Georgia Southern at fourth, and then obviously Coastal at fifth in our division. And on the west, they had Louisiana one, Arkansas State two, Louisiana Monroe three, which. That's surprising I, to me. I mean, I guess the three, four, and five, you just throw them around in a – it's like a lottery. Yeah, you know? so you've got Monroe, Texas State, and USA is three, four, five. Yeah, but I think if you throw those three teams in a lottery, you still yeah. never put ULM first. Put them in a, put them in a lottery bowl, ball mixer and just pick out whichever one that comes out. And but remove Monroe is still them. like never who you, you would put in front of but the other if you think about it this way, if you think about those three teams and you put any one of them as last, like as fifth in the in the West Division, you're like, well, that seems low. But for any one of them, like you say, Texas State is, is the worst team in the West. Ah, not the worst. USA seems worse. Ah, not the worst. Monroe, all of them make sound like they could be the worst, but not really. No, I mean, you, you can immediately glazed over that. When you say Monroe is the worst, you're like, yeah, probably. Yeah, Monroe is probably the worst. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's probably Monroe. You like very conveniently did not do the whole like, eh, they're not the worst because they're not. I mean, because they probably are. So, do you agree with? I think 
it's because that saying everyone agrees preseason Appy being first place in the East makes sense, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you think that Troy being above Georgia State and Georgia Southern makes sense? Yep. Because because we got to go together. Georgia State and Southern have to move together. <laughs> Troy can't be. We're either two third. or three, or we're three or. They've got to be either second or fourth. Yeah. So, but Coastal being last place makes sense completely. Uh, no, no, no. Georgia Southern should be last. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. I apologize. That's what really makes the most sense all the time, forever. With the Coastal in between, that us. makes us fourth. If Southern's last, that makes no, 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 no. I, no, no. I, 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 I don't need to live by uh, whatever those rules are. <laughs> Third, and they can be, they can be fifth, and we coastal will be fifth. Yeah, coastal will separate the cousins. Coastal separate the cousins. <laughs> they, I made, are they, are they made a trip to Myrtle Beach. I met a lady. <laughs> Thank you, Chanticleers. Uh, <laughs> so there was a, a tweet that went out that I had to include in this to talk about and it got no comments whatsoever at all, but it did get uh, 160 something votes on there. And the question was very simple. Which team has a brighter future, Georgia state or Georgia tech? That's an easy answer. It's obviously at Georgia state. Yeah. I mean, what kind of question is it? We have a lot more to gain. 70% of the vote was, was Georgia state, which is the way it should be. Right. So Ryan, what do you mean? So Georgia State's got more to, or Tech's got more to. What did you, you say? I said we've we got a lot more to gain. Like Georgia Tech has been there; they've they've like filled the gap. They are sort of in the upper echelon, even though they're not doing so hot right now. But like we have so much more ground to gain. So, our so future- your your point, your position is because Tech's been you know a, a historical program that they made movies about losing uh, games and everything that just a little small runt kids from uh like bumsville illinois illinois indiana indiana what movie are you talking about because because of that that they've kind of just hit their peak they've got nowhere else they've won national champions they have like like story they have a story they won national championships back when tvs were in black and white and they wore like leather bootstraps across their chins those aren't real national champions they don't have as much to gain as us we have more to gain. They even if they get into national championship contention, like that's a, a few steps for them. For us to get to where they are, even it's like it's like ten steps, you know. Well, yeah, the, the big things comes down to we we play them. We got them in basketball this year. We got them in uh, in football in a few years. So yep. that's a, it's a chance to see where this two got to win. I'm pretty sure this this question was based off football, just for you, Ryan, so you know. It was football related, not basketball related. That's Thanks. A big issue. Definitely football related question. Oh, Prue answered my question too. They got beat up on by Rudy. Is that who you're talking about, Rudy? That's exactly this- what I was talking about. Yes. Yes. All right. Don Austin, the Goonies, uh, the Samwise Gamgee beat up on Georgia Tech. Indiana, right? What's that? It's Indiana, South Bend, Indiana. Yeah. Yeah, I've been there. Not not a pretty place. I wouldn't recommend. <laughs> no. It. no. No, it's uh, right. it's there's like a, a nice church there or something. Well, so the thing with with Notre Dame is you go up there, and I took a train from Chicago. I think I've talked about this before, but you, it's Notre Dame. I mean, it's like God's school. It's like you know the, the University of Jesus. Like that, you expect when you go yeah, there, the Pope. They've got they've got more money than well, well they have more money than God because they have they have God's money. Yeah, but you go there. Right. 
and you expect you get off the train and it's just like you know gold paved walls magic and the herald angels singing as you walk along no it's a crap hole i went there in like a january and it was cold and wet and there was dirty snow everywhere and it was just nasty and and the girl i well people don't know there for uh was 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 cold as well so yeah People don't realize that snow is like really um, like it's really pretty when it first comes down. But like when it, you're in a place that has snow all the time and like a good like, you know, a couple hours after rush hour or something. And it's just all this like gray sludge, disgusting, like nobody wants anything to do with it. Will the Tesla cars fix this when we don't have exhaust? Are we going to have pretty snow sludge on the side of the roads? Uh, you still have pavement. Right. No, when we just get like like flat like metal, like we don't need. I don't know. I have no idea. No. Yeah, maybe you should stick to sports. <laughs> or maybe I, I'm not that good at sports. So what, what's I, next? I'm not programs for <laughs> I'm not good at sports. I don't know what I'm doing here. So uh, yeah, so I looked up something. Moving on to basketball, Ryan. Moving on to basketball. Clearly, letting you know, I'm moving on to basketball now. Basketball, basketball conversation from this. So point. we're not talking about football anymore. Is that football? What we're not talking about football anymore. Right. So I was looking up that music city, music city shootout that we're supposed to be playing in with uh, Wright State and whoever those are programs are. Everything. I still can't find anything about it. It's legit. Don't worry. It's happening. It's a tournament. No, 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 no. You can't find anything about it because nobody cares about it. And that was my point from the very get go was that who cares if our RPI or whatever is like within 10 of each of these teams because nobody cares about these teams. All right. So I muted Ryan so we can have a basketball conversation. Oh, wow. That was cool. All right. So here's the thing about the Music City shootout. I still can't find anything whatsoever at all. Uh, Ryan, I can't unmute you, but you can unmute yourself. Um, Damn. What I did find, though, is, you know, we opened up the season in Ann Arbor against Michigan. I did not realize this. This is one of those preseason tournaments. I don't think that was posted originally. It was just posted that we were playing at Michigan, right? Oh, yeah, you're right. It is starting Friday, October. If you want to get a T-shirt of this tournament we're playing in, you need to gain about 150, 200 pounds, Tim. Because the name of the tournament we're playing in is <laughs> the 2K Empire Classic Benefiting Wounded Warrior Project presented by Continental Tire. <laughs> that's it's, awesome. We're playing a bunch of nobodies. Well, no, no, I know. We're, we're playing Michigan, and it looks like that's all we're playing is Michigan. <laughs> oh. The teams, the, the host teams are Michigan, NC State, Villanova, and Baylor, which if we could have a rematch with Baylor, how awesome would that be? But it looks like we're only scheduled to play Michigan. I think it's one of those like weird basketball tournaments where the host teams just are trying to pound on somebody to move on to the next round, but the lower teams can't ever really advance to any kind of championship. Except we can. We, we should. No, I'm saying they don't, they don't schedule it that way. Like They don't set it up so that the lower teams – it's right. like you play your game and then you go home. And the weird thing is – and this was some side that looks like they're just trying to like – uh aggregate all of the the news that's come out from different tweets and social media and releases and everything because it has us playing Michigan on November 10th, which we know is happening. But Michigan's next game is the 24th, 14 days later against um, 
uh, who is it? Sea Sun Matadors, whoever the hell that team is. They're from not here. Yeah, so I don't the know. Sea Sun Matadors is like a foreign team they're playing somehow. The, so the, the the host teams are Michigan, NC State, Villanova, and Baylor. The visitors are Georgia State, Sea Sun Matadors, Howard Bison, and one team TVA. Like they've not figured out who the other the fourth visitor team is yet. They'll probably throw a TBT in the team in there. Yeah. There is a neighbor of mine. I walk past their house when I used to have a job. Well, I have a job, but when I used to walk to Marta every day, that is a Howard Bison fan. So I saw that Howard Bison was in this. I'm like, cool. Maybe in November I can like talk crap when I walk past their house if I ever go back to my job again. So CSUN Matador is the California State University at Northridge. That's a lot of names. Now I got it. Well, not as long as the tournament name. I can't remember anymore. All I remember is 2K Wounded Warriors. No, no. 2K Empire Classic Benefit oh, Wounded Warrior Project presented by Continental Tire. That's a mouthful. That's too, too many words for a basketball tournament. But when I first saw the CSUN Matadors, I thought they were like listing their conference first. Like it was like during the CSUN. Matadors, you know? <laughs> Someone got drunk and changed the A to an S. Yeah. But uh, so, yeah, I thought that was interesting. I had no idea about that at all. So, yeah. So, we're in a mini tournament at the start of the season. What well, saying. Yeah, I don't know a lot about the That's way. It's not a tournament. Yeah, I think it's just one of, the kind of, one of those kind of things where, like, the, the, the host schools just set it up so that they play games and then I guess they play each other later on and they, the, the visiting schools just do nothing. I don't know. That'd they go home. Tim, uh, one thing I want to ask you about, because you are our go-to person on the basketball tournament. Did you <sighs> work on this one this week? I did not work on any of this this week. All right, Ryan. I mean, Tim. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. I got this. What's the question? I, I don't even want to ask you, Ryan. Go on. <laughs> What's the question? No, so the basketball tournament is coming up this week, and – we had a couple of Georgia state players that were going to be on the war Tampa team that opened up on July 4th. And I got all the information about it. Then I went back to the, the roster to get the players names. They're going to be on it. There's no Georgia state players on that war Tampa team from what I can tell. All right. I don't got it. I don't got it. Yeah. We're not watching that anymore. Screw it. Uh, no, no, no. There's um, always next year, right? Why would we be on a Tampa team anyway, if we were Georgia state? Oh, better be on a Tampa team than not be on a team at all. I don't agree. What is this tournament? It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, well, we're gonna and scroll right past that one. So when's our uh, when's our Scott Stoiber update? I was gonna close out with that. Oh, uh, so actually, but we we've we'll, we'll close out with it. Keep keep talking. No, we we've, we've we've been going on about an hour. I only had one more thing I wanted to talk about, which is right. the uh, ridiculous radical realignment. Oh, we should hold that for last call, man. Yeah, hold that for last call. Last but call I, will, I will give a Scott Stoiber update uh, before we head out of here. And oh, I didn't. Yeah, know what talking about this guy who has what called eleven followers now. No, he is still at ten followers. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Maybe is he like denying people? <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but yes, yes. So, yeah, the helmet ranking uh, has gone on. I think that, like, Bama and Clemson and uh, NC State made it in in the whole thing. App State's on there. 
Oh, we're giving updates on the ten follower guy. We're not just giving a shit about like his followers now. <laughs> we gotta give him lots of love. He needs some followers. No, <laughs> doesn't. Actually, okay, wait, wait. We all agree with him on one thing. The Matt helmet is is he made him? fun of Charlotte's new helmets in his countdown. Oh, with the pick with the yes, yeah, with the airplane or the dove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's dumb. That's yeah. what I mean. But we, we can talk more about that. We can talk about the uh, this really weird realignment idea that Sports Illustrated put out there. You should share your screen when it come when we do it. We can, but I've got to go to the restroom really badly, so I'm going to close out this. Uh, thank you, Tim. Thank you, Ryan, for being here. Thank you to all the Facebook uh, viewers for being here. We're going to keep it live. It's going to last call, but I will be taking a break. Uh, if you want to find our last call, it's on patreon.com slash state of Atlanta. Free to everybody on Friday. Available to our patrons immediately. Thanks, everybody, for, uh, for listening. Go Panthers. Bye, y'all. Go Panthers. That's it for us this week. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at State of Atlanta or on Facebook at facebook.com slash State of Atlanta. And if you enjoy what you're listening to, please rate and review us on your podcast app. Thank you very much and go Panthers.